A house is made of wood and stone, but only love can make a home. Welcome to the Repco Light Home Improvement Show, helping you make your home into one you'll love even more. Here are your hosts, Dan Hansen and Betsy Thompson. Well, good morning, everybody. Good morning, Betsy. Good morning, Dan. I noticed that you're multitasking already. I know. Aren't you really impressed? I am impressed. Betsy is doing the radio show par excellence. By the way, why? Thank you. And she's knitting water balloons, crocheting water. Oh, balloons. I'm sorry, crocheting water balloons. Yes, which should be explained because you can't just say that. Yes. Well, our golf outing is coming up pretty soon, and we were thinking about some different games that maybe we could play. And we ran across one. You had to catch water balloons and blah blah. But who wants to go pick up the little pieces of rubber once the water balloon bursts? Let me just tell you, Dan doesn't. <laughs> And Grand Valley's golf course doesn't want us doing that either. Right. So I came across this pattern on Pinterest or something for crocheted water balloons. And then there are no pieces to pick up and they're reusable. They are the coolest little things. They actually look like water balloons. They're the shape of balloons. Yeah. They're just really heavy yarn. Mm Mm-hmm. And, yeah, they hold a ton of water. They splat really good when you throw them. Oh, yeah. There's no pieces. You should no. put a link to the... I can do that. To the... What is it? Pattern? Is that what you call yes. it when you're knitting? Yep. Crocheting? Yes. Yes, it is. You put a link in the show notes. I will do that. People should do that for parties. Yeah, I think it's a great idea. you're whipping them out fast, right? Uh, yeah, I'm like down to less than 10 minutes per water balloon right yeah, now. Yeah, it goes really so. fast, really cool. Yeah, kids will get, love them. It's yeah, you summertime. can get hit in the eye and it's not going to poke it out or <laughs> jam it in really far. Right, or, I don't know that or water leave a giant welt, yeah, you know. Yeah. Sometimes that rubber leaves a really big welt. <laughs> so anyway, Betsy's multitasking. If she loses yes. her train of thought, that's why. Yes. Now today... Uh-huh. You just you termed this show as the problem solving episode, right? I did something because, like that. Yeah, because we are actually going to when you you get through the show, we're actually going to solve a number of problems. And let me for tell people. you, getting through the show is not always easy. <laughs> well, I know it's a slog for the listener. Okay, so these are the problems we're going to solve today. People have trouble choosing color, so we actually have an interview where someone has a problem choosing color. But she gets through it. So that's going to be Spoiler alert, she gets through it. Uh, too bad. <laughs> well, of course, everyone's probably going to You want to tell them what happens that... in Endgame 2 for the few of us who haven't seen that movie yet? No, because I haven't seen it either. Okay. So we're uh. good. Um, also, dirty houses, people are- I thought are you were going to cons- say dirty hairy. <laughs> talking about movies? <laughs> no, dirty houses and vacuuming, which is always a pain, you know, lugging the vacuum here, there, and everywhere- there is a solution for that. So we're going to talk about that. And then replacement windows. There's a lot of confusion when it comes to that. And we have just the person to fix that with the perfect solutions for One us. One of my favorite people to interview. Uh, he is so witty, uh, so yes. smart, and so funny and cutting. I like George him. Clark from WMGB. Yeah. We'll be here to talk about that. I like him because he makes fun of you. He does. He does. <laughs> he sides with me. <laughs> but right now, let's solve an organizational problem. Yes. And to start, let me talk about a problem that I used to have okay. a long time ago mm-hmm. when the kids were little. Yeah. And, and in fact, I, I thought about this because we just did Caleb and Maddie's open house for mm-hmm. graduation yeah. just this past weekend. It right. was a late open house. So they're graduated. Yay. They're Yay. moving on. And, you know, you look at all these old pictures and you remember all kinds of old things. Right. And in flipping through the pictures, I found a sequence of pictures that mm-hmm. were very strange to look at. But then okay. I, I remembered the story and the reasoning behind it. See, I used to be really terrible at laundry. Okay. And, and it wasn't the laundry so much as as it was figuring out who's 
things are who's. I'm still not right. a whole lot okay. better. Yeah. I'm better yeah. because I ask experts. <laughs> and right. I get people in like the other kids and say, is this your underpants? Right. No, that's mom's underpants. And then we oh, figured well. things out that way. <laughs> but in the beginning, I wasn't very good. I didn't do a lot of laundry, but when I did... It was just a free-for-all. Okay. I would do my best to put everybody's stuff in their drawers. Right. But I remember one particular day, and we've got pictures to prove all of this, <laughs> Caleb uh-huh. comes out of his bedroom very excited, and he's dancing and laughing, and he jumps into the living room, you know, through the little archway there, uh-huh. and he says, look at me, and then he's doing like this river dance thing, wearing Andrew, his much younger brother's underpants. So super tight. <laughs> I don't know why he put them on. His little legs, you can see like they're... Like, it's like when, you know, you put a rubber band around your finger. Right. And all the blood. So he's just, it's a mess. It looks terrible. Well, Andrew, Uh who can't even really, you know, do a whole lot of talking at this point. He's that little. Right. And he was slower (laughs) in talking. No, that was Tessa. But he leaves the room realizing that everybody's having this great time. Uh Uh-huh. And he comes back after going through his drawers. And he finds Caleb's underwear. So he's got underwear that he can't keep up. He's busy holding them up and dancing around. Tessa runs away. She comes back with a T-shirt out of her drawer. That was my wife's T-shirt. Completely so baggy. It looked like a dress. everyone is wearing somebody else's clothes is yeah, what you're telling me. Yeah, it looks like they were just dressing up, but it was just because I put stuff away. And it's because when I look at a pile of laundry, none of it makes any sense to me. I don't know whose is whose. Okay. I know my stuff. So may I interrupt you? Is yeah. there a paint point to that? There is a paint point to that. <laughs> when people, how many times don't you go down to your basement? Uh-huh. You've got to touch up the trim in the living room. Yeah. And you go down there and you look at the paint shelf and it looks like my pile of laundry. Oh. Figuratively. Yeah. You can't figure mm-hmm. out what's what. Right. Right? See, yes. there's a paint point. Okay. I have done that I too. Where, okay, I need the paint for the trim in the kitchen. Right. And yep. here, this looks like the off-white for the kitchen. I go yeah. up, touch up all the trim. I did that. The next day I wake up, the sun comes out, I look at it, all yellow spots. It was a slightly different color. Mm-hmm. And it's because we try to store our paint and organize our paint basically just by putting the cans on the shelf and hoping that the drips down the sides will right. alert us to the color. Sometimes right. we'll maybe write on the lid, kitchen mm-hmm. trim, yeah. but a lot of the times there's better ways to go. And that's what we wanted to, to help with. Right now. Well, and you may have updated your trim color. So you may have two gallons down there that say trim color. And they're similar, but they're not identical. Lots of people have that problem. Right. So how do we fix it? The easiest way I have found is just with a simple index card system. So get one of those little boxes and a bunch of index cards. And as you paint different things in your house, go through before you even start painting anything. Get a little swatch. Put it on the card, one index card, and then put what room it's going in, take all of the information off of the label of the can, or when you're in the store, ask us for a separate label with that formula because that's what we're going to need if you should need more. Right, and do it before you've popped the lid because so often... No matter how careful we try to be, it drips. It drips down the side, and, and it's it covers always where we don't want it. Covers to be. over the formula. <laughs> yeah. I don't know how many times I've stood in the store yep. where they brought in a can, right. and we cut the label off, we pour paint thinner on it, we uh-huh. try to see through it, and people think we're crazy. They're like, "What are you doing?" Yeah, <laughs> so to read write it down ahead of time. And if you have any questions about what you should write down, because it's not just the formula on the side, we right. need to know the base that it was put in. Yep. So there's normally a number right there, mm-hmm. or it'll say white or something like that. Yep. 
all of that information written down ahead of time. Like Betsy said, put a color swatch in with it mm-hmm. and store it away. And File then write the date when you paint it. Because if you painted the trim a couple different times and maybe it's a slightly different color, make sure you note on there the date that you painted that color so you know which is the most recent. If you do that over time, when it comes time to repaint, yep. you just go to that formula book. You can find which color you need. You can mm-hmm. bring that to the store. We can duplicate it. Absolutely. Very simply. Right. One problem solved. What's next? Next is all of your cleaning problems solved with a very simple vacuum system. That's next. Stay tuned. Helping you turn your house into your dream home. This is the Repco Light Home Improvement Show, presented by Benjamin Moore on News Radio Wood 1300 and 1069 FM. Well, Betsy, we're going to talk about cleaning. You imagine that. Yeah, because I like cleaning. Well, I don't particularly like cleaning, but, but I like. But you do a lot of it. I do a lot of it. Yes. And I love having things clean. I know. And so we're in the studio with Tom Courtright and Dave Mall from Wallvac Central Vacuuming Systems. Guys, thanks for being here. Thank you. Because you're going to. Educate us on this whole central vacuum thing. Mm-hmm. And what I want to know right off the bat is just why a central vacuum? Because in my experience, it seems like really old technology because I had one at the house when I was little. Mom and dad had an old one. I don't remember that it, we even hardly ever used it. But I remember the little suck. I remember the little plates that I could lift up and stuff toys in and then close them. And I <laughs> pretended I was playing Star Wars and sucking them away. I don't remember if it would actually suck them away. But anyway. Is it, it's not old technology. I mean, we're still making these things, and I'm sure they're better than they ever were. So why would I want one over a portable upright vacuum? The most important part with a central vacuum is it cleans everything. Okay. It cleans carpet. You can use it to dust up in the corners of the walls. You can use it to do the furniture. You can use it to do your car. You can use it to do hardwood floors. And with more hardwood floors today, with all the sand that's coming mm-hmm. in, you don't want to sweep it up. You don't want to scratch it. Your Swiffer can't get it. And the central vac is going to take it all away for you. So when you do go to do that final mop, you don't have that sand that's going to get caught and that you're going to see still all in all your corners. So that's one of the benefits. I can use it on any surface. Mm-hmm. I know, at least the idea, is that the air quality is better than the super fancy uprights that I've got with a million filters? Is that Much so? better because of the filtration and the fact that even that air's filtered, it's not in the room with you blowing anything that's in that room around. You're always taking it to a remote location. You're taking it to your mechanic room in your basement or you're taking it out to your garage. And with our system, it's going into a bag. So you're never going to see that again. You're not going to have it blowing all over. Mm-hmm. And with our bag system, you can go six months. You're not going to be changing it once a week or once a month. I, you know, I don't know. I've never used an upright, so. Oh, really? <laughs> <laughs> Must be nice because yeah. I like change. a vacuum snob. Well, I empty my right? canister yeah. out at least twice during each vacuuming session because there's so much dog hair. Wow. Yeah. You live in a barn. Uh, no. no I just I live the with the big, big, hairy dog. Hairy dog. Mm-hmm. So with your system, you're saying you got six months before you're even changing a bag. Six months and the before bags, you I know because I've looked at them online. They have some sort of gasket, a flapper, so that it really it's fully contained. Fully contained. You just pull it out. Yep. There's no dust getting out. All right. So that's all really cool. Noise level. No. Today they've the manufacturers have really worked on that hard, and they are so much quieter. In fact, but at the show you can stand right next to them and talk. Right, because that's where we first met you guys was at one of the home shows in Grand Rapids, and you, 
you're right. We could stand there and have the thing running mm-hmm. and talk. And that is really fun because my kids are dating now. <laughs> well, hold on. This has got... I'm going to get there. Where is this going? <laughs> so dating kids do what? They talk on the phone uh-huh. all the time. And so you want to be respectful no, of them being yes, on the phone? Yes. I never can vacuum because with I've got five kids, my wife and I, there's always somebody on the phone. So basically, oh. you can never vacuum. You're trying to sneak it in. But here I could technically vacuum while everybody's... You could vacuum. And I can overhear what they're doing yeah. and talking about. <laughs> See? There's can, another That reason. was the point. You wow. can quietly vacuum your way into the room. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Wow. Uh, you see, are so sneaky. That is. <laughs> now, what about extra... Uh, my vacuum came with all kinds of little heads. One for cleaning my furniture. One for uh, vacuuming pet hair specifically. One for hardwood floors. All those things. Does your vacuum have the yeah, same thing? Yeah, your dust brushes, crevice tools, all them little tools. They're really interchangeable. They all come with everything. Okay. The vacuum heads... I believe you guys, you have some with a beater bar. They have beater bar tools. They even have beater bar tools to do hardwood floors. It cleans right up to the edges of the wall. You can get all that little dust and dirt along the baseboard. You have rotating brushes for your carpet, for them expensive rugs that you're throwing over that hardwood floor now. Do I get more suction from a central vacuum system? The biggest difference for a central vac is they're drawing more air. Air is what moves dirt. Air is what moves dust. So they're drawing in more air. So instead of having to beat it out of that carpet and get it to the top where it can get sucked up, this is drawing it in and out of deeper in the carpet. Plus, you have some of that vibrating to get some of them other bigger chunks a little closer to the top. You would say overall it's a better system. Overall, it's a better system. Length durability-wise? Because well, honestly, when you know we knew we, you guys were coming, so we're reading, reading up on things. And one of the complaints, not for wall vac, but just for a central vacuum in general, I think this was somebody in Arizona or something, But she was complaining that the systems don't get a central vacuum because they break down readily and you can never get parts for them. What do you say to that? Parts parts are easy to get. Uh, We're all using a lot of the same parts. So you can call just about anybody to get it. Most vacuum, I would say almost every central vacuum out there, I get complaints from uh, my bosses that I fix things that are too old, but I do it because I can Oh, so you're, you're fixing things. That you sh- uh, they yes. want you just selling new if stuff. If they bring me something from the 60s and say it can't be fixed, I'm like, yes, it can. And I will. Because you, you can. You do the repair. I right? do the repair. All right. So wall back, you guys, you're in Grand Rapids, right? Mm-hmm. You do the service. You do the, uh, the, the installation and everything. Mm-hmm. Yep. So how does that work? Does it have to be a new home? Can I have this put into a my existing home? New homes are, you know, the best way to start it, but we do a lot of existing homes. It, it, you have to come out and look, walk through with you, see how much we have access to to be able to get that in. The basement tells me a lot. Okay. If there's a lot of drywall and things are finished, it's going to be harder. So if I've but, got a finished ceiling and all of that in my lower level, it gets, if, it gets more complicated If 90% point. of it is finished, it's more difficult. All right. But if I what I've got right now is just open. It's pretty straightforward. Pretty it's straightforward. usually not too hard at all. All right, because I like that idea a lot. Yeah, I do too. And you know what really sold me on it was when we were at the show, we were shown that little, um, where the toe kick is under the cabinets, that little thing that sucks all the dust up. Yeah, the when you're term for it. that is, well, I'll let Tom take that one. The back pans. There we the go. I didn't pan. want to show you up. Oh, sure. And I had no idea. So <laughs> The back pan. Tell us how that works, because that was really cool. Yeah, the back pans, you can... Uh, the, you place them underneath the ca- cabinets in the toe kicks areas. We put them in uh, entryways, bathrooms, 
uh, different areas throughout the house. Some people that have a lot of hardwood flooring will place them in different places in the house so they can just sweep sweep into them. Uh, but you just kick the lever on the vac pan and sweep your dirt into the vac pan. It sucks it right in. Yeah, that was really slick. It'll suck dog hair in without it getting, like, all stuck in there, right? Easily. See, now with the dog hair, I have mine closest to my back door where they always come in. So I don't have, we don't have to vacuum every day. Right. Because every day I can take the broom and just quick get that dog hair where they came in and sweep it away so it doesn't get tracked through the rest of the house. Well, I'm thinking there are certain areas in my house where dog hair collects in like corners or against certain walls just because of the way the air flows in the room, I guess. And I'm thinking that would be a perfect place to have one. Of I'm going to just train my dog to use the central vacuum system and vacuum clean, itself off. Clean herself, yes. Not many dogs. I like think to that's be doable, vacuumed. don't you? Dave, <laughs> let's try. Yeah, let's put an ex- put it sounds system. like fun. Yeah, let's do that. So, how does it price out? Well, the way it's going to price out is the size of the home, how much, you know, how large it is, how many inlets we have to put in. But the biggest thing you have to remember is the longevity of it. You're going to put ours in. You're going to put in a central vac system, and you're not going to buy another vacuum for probably 20 years. I had a $600 vacuum, and it was the worst vacuum I have ever had. Most amount of money I've ever paid for a vacuum, and it was terrible. Well, there you go, Betsy. Yeah. Sharing your personal grief. This is your... way better. <laughs> but, okay, what about value of the home? Once it's installed in a home, the value of it is always there. It never goes away. So I you love... can get more for your house when you sell I love it. the idea of it. Are the hoses heavy to lug around? Those are the only things that I wonder about. The hauling the hose around, and does it scratch like woodwork around corners and stuff? Well, the hoses are about five, six pounds. They put a hose cover on them, that. so it takes care of any of the scratching. Oh, a hose cover? It, it's like a big sock okay. that goes over it, and it's just like you're upright. Once you get the directions you got to go, you get it all figured out, it's easy to get around. you got to do that with every vacuum. All right. Anything hmm. else cool that you want to add before we wrap this up? Well, we've been doing a, a boat and RV vacuum since the 80s, and we've kind of upped our ante a little bit with a new garage vacuum just oh, compact like clean mm-hmm. slick things that uh you know can be installed by us or by yourself uh for the boat most of that is manufactured but rv and garage you know we got it you can, you come can on walk down, us through an installation walk you through how to do it do i need to have the whole other central vacuum system nope, this oh, is I just for that I right. I would assume for the RV I wouldn't, because otherwise I'd only have to <laughs> vacation <laughs> right around my home. <laughs> Sometimes you just yeah. do not think. <laughs> we can only go 30 feet away from the home, because that's how far the hose stretches, children. But we're going to see a new part of the backyard next week, right? <laughs> Good grief. All right. All kinds of cool stuff. If our listeners want to get in touch with you guys to get more information, how's the best way for them to do that? Give us a call at 616-241-6717, or go to the website, find the email, Send me a send me a shout. I'll get back to you as soon as we can. All right, that's wallvac.com. Tom Courtright and Dave Mall. Thanks so much for being here. Thank you. Thank you. Now after the break, George Clark from WMGB Home Improvement has your solution for replacement windows. Stay tuned. If you want to take your DIY skills up a rung. The Repco Light Home Improvement Show is here to give you a boost on News Radio Wood 1300 and 1069 FM. Well, Betsy, mm-hmm. we're in the studio and I am looking at oh, somebody else very famous does that quite often mm-hmm. on yeah, this radio yeah, show. Yeah. 
Anyway, I've got a news flash here. Mm-hmm. Governor recognizes WMGB home improvement for reducing energy waste. Ooh. Very, very cool. We know them. We've had them on. Well, we've got George in the studio with us right now. George Clark, one of the owners of WMGB Home Improvement. You guys used to be West Michigan Glass Block. That is correct. And so good to be back here and see yeah, you Yeah, we're both. happy that you're here now that you've got this big award. Tell us about this a little bit. Our past governor really uh, was a leader in the nation as far as uh, energy efficiency goes. And he came up with this about four years ago, wanted to recognize some of the best community product, uh, projects around the state, um, best municipalities. And, and Holland won this uh, two years ago mm. for the best municipality. Uh, and, but they also recognized the top contractor in the state and we were very honored to even be a finalist in it much less win it and i think a lot of it is because of the work we've done here locally in holland and west michigan but uh you know it's just one of those things we have a passion for that work and mm-hmm. and uh really love you know what we're able to do to make people's homes more comfortable and healthier and all that cool stuff it's definitely cool and mm-hmm. you know i want you to be really honest about this because you know sometimes people think they got to say certain things but <laughs> how much of you winning this award really could be attributed to us oh at the RepcoLite Home Improvement Show. I, I think a fair amount, don't well, you? Well, Dan, I, I, I can't really say that. I it's think hard to quantify. You had much to do with it, but Betsy, of course. Oh. Ah! She's, she's probably, <laughs> wow. See, probably the reason. See, you here. All Very right. nice and sweet. Fair enough. You just had to go there, didn't you? Yeah, this uh-huh. is the sound of me crinkling <laughs> up George's little paper, throwing that on the floor. Oh, God. Uh-huh. No, that's very cool. That very is cool. Very cool. Thanks. Now, we brought you here because we wanted to talk about replacement windows. Sure. You know, there's any number of ways to talk about this because we get old houses, and sometimes people will go through all the work of making these old old windows mm-hmm. work again, which right. is very cool, very fun, Yes, a restoration thing. Mm-hmm. But sometimes it's not worth the work or we're not going to end up with what we're hoping for in the right. long run. So we go the replacement window route. But in looking into replacement windows, there are all kinds of different materials that these windows could be made out of. Why don't you walk us through some of the different materials? I mean, you got your standard vinyl replacement windows, but I know there's wood and there's any number of other options. Well, what are the pros and cons? There's, uh, I, I think to start with, to add to the confusion, there's over well, 3,500 different brands of replacement windows made. All right. Holy smokes. Probably two brands have such a recognizable name. Wait, everybody knows them. Mm-hmm. But then it's a lot of kind of the wannabes or or whatever. And uh, there are probably three primary materials that are being used. Okay. Uh, a straight vinyl is the most popular, um, but all vinyl isn't um, created the same. There are higher quality vinyls. That vinyl can be made with a thicker wall thickness. It can have more air channels within the frame that make it more structurally sound and add to the energy efficiency in that given window. Okay. Um, There are, uh, largely because of uh, people wanting to preserve older homes or historical societies, there are wooden replacement windows that mm-hmm. can also be installed and that's uh, been very traditional for years and years um, and they can all have the same kind of glass packs put into them and we'll get into that in just a second and then there is a fiberglass or a fiberglass hybrid frame that can also be used the hybrids are more fuel efficient betsy <laughs> just so you know yeah that, the, exactly mm-hmm. um 
Boy, isn't he helpful? Uh-huh. Oh, my I'm gosh. so glad we have him here with us today. Yes, he's just such a giver. Uh-huh. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Even when you don't want it. Still exactly. Gives. I'm still giving. Yeah. yeah. I'm like the giving tree. Yes, oh, yes no, you yeah. are. You're just ruining a really great children's book by saying that. Sorry. <laughs> So, Sorry, Betsy interrupted. What were you saying, George? So the uh, one of the advantages with the with the fiberglass, and I'd say one of the pitches, is it doesn't expand and contract quite as mm-hmm. much as some of the other materials. Um, however, with the better quality vinyl and the multi-channel, um, there's not a big discrepancy even between the two. So. You know, I'd, I'd say the, the big element is it can be so confusing with the marketing and the materials that are out there. I'm confused. Yes. <laughs> yeah. and, and, and it's not that there's not good, better, best um, still uh, out there, even within each and every brand. I mean, some of the most popular brands uh, don't make all top-end windows. Mm-hmm. They So right. we've got a bunch of brands. Yes. Okay. They all make the same types of of windows material wise largely yes there's largely three types of main materials that get used of other other ones out Correct. there i'm sure but but then there's all kinds of varying degrees of quality within each one of those exactly so it's hopeless well <laughs> I, I i think that's where it becomes a very big investment you know in your home and mm-hmm. so this is one that i think most people will will sleep better at night if they do check out a, a few of them they do do a little research and do their due diligence and you know the things that we recommend is there's a lot of wonderful uh stuff available online and the websites for a lot of these companies if a company doesn't have a good website if they don't have little help guides for picking things out if mm-hmm. they don't have their energy code stuff on them that would make me question that a little bit. Okay. So you're a little um, clear. Yeah. And, and, and there's a lot of people out there selling windows. And there's a lot of, uh, you know, preconceived ideas about window salesmen, right? <laughs> um, and, and, you know, uh-huh. it's just a reality and, and there right. is. And, um, you know, so I think going to companies that have good ratings and have good reputations and good testimonials and are more of a consultative type seller, right? that makes the biggest difference Mm -hmm. we've taken something that shouldn't be that complicated and made it so oh my gosh i could just blow your mind on different window packs right now and the glazing that's in them well the truth is you just want that window box to stop leaking so much Mm -hmm. right air around it and you want it to be as uh give you as much thermal protection from the temperature outdoors whether it's too hot or too cold and you want to cut down on your energy bills and you want your house to be more comfortable um big element for us is that's not all about the window you're using in fact i would contend particularly in replacement windows one of the biggest problems we run into is the frame that goes around that original window because in a replacement the original frame stays in the house we're taking the old window packs or sashes out of them, mm-hmm. and a new replacement window fits inside of that old frame. There was an awful lot of air leakage around that old frame and the mm-hmm. frame of the house. In fact, I would contend on the average of averages of what we see, 50% of the leakage and the inefficiency is not in the old window. It's in the frame around it. So one of the things that we do, and I'm really big on this, you know, this is the advice I give my my kids or my friends or neighbors or whatever. Uh, we do a Energy Star installation, and I'm really big on this. And people may call this a different thing, but when we take the old sashes out of the window, we actually drill holes all the way around that old frame 
on purpose? On purpose. <laughs> oh, I do a lot of that on accident. Yeah. But... yeah well, you know, whatever <laughs> yeah, well, works for you. Place. Whatever works for you. Um, and then we inject that with a window and door non-expanding foam to fill up those oh, those spots. Smart. And well, and and we do because we're energy guys. We do a lot of blower door testing, which really measures uh, down to the you know Pascal of of pressure mm-hmm. how leaky your home is. Oh my gosh. So we've tested the heck out of these. That makes so much more difference than just the replacing of the window that it's unbelievable. So basically, I could put in a new window, mm-hmm. and if I haven't had that done, I might not solve much of my problem at all. I mean, I'll have a nice-looking window, but uh, as far as efficiency goes, I might not be making near the improvement I think I'm making. Half, and before you answer, half. I'm going to move your mic just a little. Okay. There we go. Look at that, folks. Wow. I, that's like behind the scenes director's cut stuff. Oh, boy. You know uh-huh. how it really works now. Right. Anyway, George, back to you. <laughs> I, would, I, I would say that, that half of the performance of that window uh, area or that window box is in the surrounding uh, so that's a major deal. deal. It. It's a major deal. And when we do these blower door deals, and we can really uh, in, definitely uh, uh, measure that, I, I'm telling you, it's just well, the facts don't lie. It's good data, uh, and, and it really makes a huge, huge difference. So the company you go with and the processes they use to put it in and, and the rest, in my mind, is more important than the window. And it's not that it's not important to go with a good window. I mean, we're really proud of the window that, we have, uh, that we're using today, uh, but it's taken some time. I mean, we've gone through some other brands, mm-hmm. and, and, and we're really, really thrilled with where we're at today. What do you carry? We carry a Provia window and door system, and uh, they were awarded the Energy Star Award. Uh, by the governor? No, no <laughs> by, by the uh, Department of Energy. Oh, Ooh, even, even bigger, bigger than the governor. Exactly. And, and, Was uh, it because of anything we did? Even once, if it was Betsy, once again, it, it was had Betsy. to do with me, not you. It's, Come on, all, it's all about Betsy. Come I on, guess. Dan. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh-huh. uh, you know, and, and there's a lot of those things that, that are out there, and the rest, and, and a lot of good windows, and a lot of reputable uh, companies that do it. But you know, it is that old adage: you kind of get what you pay for. Right. And, and so, if you're looking for just really inexpensive, cheapy windows, they're thin vinyl. They don't have many channels in them. They're not going to have as good a slide factors or as much functionality that they'll tilt in so that they're easy to clean mm-hmm. and that sort of stuff. Um, but it's about how they're being put in and how they're being installed. And that really makes a huge, huge difference. So what other things, George? Uh, we basically wrapping this up. What other things do you guys do at WMGB Home Improvement? Uh, well, uh, because we were originally West Michigan Glass Block, that's still a real I bet you do glass block do. stuff. By gosh, we do glass block stuff. Um, and then we do a ton or just a bunch of egress and escape windows for basements. You know, people remodeling their basement and mm-hmm. want that to become usable uh, area uh, of their house. We do a ton of those. And then, uh, you know, the award we won this year was for being an energy efficiency con, uh, construction company, and and we do a ton of that. Now, George, if people want to get in contact with you guys, maybe have you come out, maybe they're interested in some replacement windows or anything or else. they need an escape window. Yeah. Oh, right. You're going to need one. Yeah. How do they best get in contact with you? Uh, WMGB.com.
Check right. our website. Um, it's very user-friendly, a lot of great information. You can meet our whole team on there. Everybody's profile's on there, a bunch of testimonials. Um, you know, you can you can sign up right there, and we'll give you a call. And uh, just a lot of really good information. And that's WMGB? MGB. So D-O-U-B-L-E, double. And then how do you spell the U? Do you, do you go with Y-O-U? What are you talking about? Well, it seems too easy. You Dan should MGB. quit talking about. We'll put a link in the show notes yeah. for those who are thoroughly confused well, by Dan. He's been slamming me, talk. so I'm trying. Once to... again, Betsy, thank you very much. You're welcome, George <laughs> okay. Clark. As always, <laughs> it is a too, pleasure George. to have you here. Great being here, guys. Thanks so much. See ya. Now, when we come back, we've got Carolyn Dwan from Benjamin Moore mm-hmm. in the studio with us, and what makes that really fun. Is that even though she works for Benjamin Moore, yes. by her own admission, uh-huh. she couldn't choose color to save her life. <laughs> right. Let's figure out how to solve that problem next. Stay tuned. If you want to take your DIY skills up a rung, the Repco Light Home Improvement Show is here to give you a boost on News Radio Wood 1300 and 1069 FM. And we're back. We Betsy, are. There you sit. Uh, yes, thank yeah. you for noticing. I'm glad you made it back. You got um, your snacks, you got everything ready to go. Yes, I have my little cup of water. I'm mm-hmm. a little nervous about this segment. Why? Well, because I don't know exactly where we're going to go. I and know, this is a little strange. We're <laughs> in the studio with Caroline Dwan, who is a field marketing manager. A field marketing manager or the field marketing <laughs> you know, manager? For the Great Lakes, we're going to call it the. The field Ooh. marketing manager. And I think I said field marking. So <laughs> what, you help us with our marketing, and then you go and stripe football fields and stuff, right? right? You know, we In all her need spare to time. Yeah, yeah. Multitasking. Yeah. So Caroline is here. Actually, she came for a meeting to yeah. figure out, you know, you're going to let us know everything Benjamin Moore is going to be doing, mm-hmm. and we'll just make sure we're all on the same page and all of those things. But you came with a topic for the radio, and you actually even named your own segment. I did. Which is very interesting. What are, what are we going to talk about, Caroline? The topic for today is color is my kryptonite. So now I need to understand because when I was little, kryptonite was something that was bad for Superman. Right. Yes. But when I was little, when something was bad, it was bad. Okay. Mm-hmm. But now things that are bad actually are good. So is <laughs> color is dope. your kryptonite is yes. See, I've always been a dope, but I've never made the transition to actually being dope. Yeah. If I understand the lingo. Uh-huh. Does kryptonite it's still bad, right? You struggle with color is what you're saying. I struggle with color. All and right. I work for a paint company. So yes. let's talk about this. You've been at Benjamin Moore first off for five years. Five years May. now. Mm-hmm. Okay. And what exactly do you do as a field marketing manager? As opposed to the field, the field marketing, marketing right. manager. So the field, we'll get to that later. So the field marketing gig allows me to work with retailers like you and I go around and I explain what we're doing from a national perspective so that they understand what the brand is doing to what initiatives we're taking, et cetera, and then um, help you guys to figure out what you can do to support the efforts on a local level. Um, so that's Perfect. that's it in a nutshell. That's it in a nutshell. Let's talk about this color thing. Okay. How Colors- long have you struggled with that? That's my first question. 
How long have you struggled with color? Always? My Do you still struggle with it? <laughs> life. Well, you know what it is, is that I think in my head that something will look really good, uh-huh. but I don't necessarily take into consideration all the other design components of the room. Uh-huh. So maybe I'm not looking at what the floor, like how is that honey oak floor going to look with that particular shade of blue or mm-hmm. whatever it is. So right. um, I also used to be the person who did all the painting and um, found that I kept repeatedly painting one of our rooms over and over and over again because the color that I had in my head was not necessarily the color that it was on the wall, and it didn't work. Did you ever like it when it was done, or was it one of those things that a few weeks later you're looking at that room thinking, I just, I got to do this again? Yeah, I'd look at it a couple weeks later and and think, or even six months later or whatever, and think, wow, that candy or that apple green was probably not the best choice for that room. I may have seen it in a magazine, but I didn't Mm -hmm. have all the other components that make that work. Right. So it just fell flat. So it's what a little it, pain humor. <laughs> oh, I didn't yeah. even get that. Yeah. That's why I'm a dope. <laughs> Rather than dope. Yes. Am I using that correctly? Yes. Okay. I just want to make For sure. For the first time. I'm not I'm not hip like the kids are. We'll, oh, we'll teach you. Not necessarily we'll my kids, regular kids. You know, you're embarrassing your children right oh, now. Oh, that's fine. With all this stuff. state of embarrassment. <laughs> that is true. Right? Yeah. Yeah. All right. So now You've worked for Benjamin Moore for five years. Mm-hmm. Has that changed how you work with color? Has it made you a little bit better? Well, I'm glad you asked that question because what it really has done for me is to find the tools and the people who can help me. Okay. So I wouldn't say that I'm necessarily better with it. It's I need to brainstorm with somebody. So mm-hmm. I've worked with a designer. I had a designer come to my house after I had him painted the interior for 15 years mm-hmm. and was living in a world of khaki and red. <laughs> yeah. And had the designer come in and I had just re- remodeled our bathroom and she said, oh, I get your aesthetic. And she brought out, you know, the chart of colors mm-hmm. and we selected a lovely Manchester tan. Ooh, that is a good color. So you transitioned from the world of khaki to the world of tan. <laughs> it, was, it was a bold it was ride. A it was a leap. <laughs> <laughs> it's a change. Well, it is a change because you said you hard. lived with that that color for a long time, uh-huh. right? You just didn't transition out of that. What did you see happen out of that. I mean, I'm I'm assuming this wasn't an instantaneous change. I'm assuming that it's a process of still learning. Yes. Or do you bring in decorators all the time now? Is that what you've learned? Um, Yeah, I've learned that, okay, so here's the example. I love to cook. Mm-hmm. And I'm good at it, but I still need a recipe. So while you asked the question about whether or not color has become easier for me, mm-hmm. I think I know a little bit more about what complements and what doesn't okay. and what I need to look for. And I'm learning all the time, but I still feel like I need a recipe. I need an expert to come in and right. show me, or I need a book like our color handbook, which I think is awesome mm-hmm. because it helps you kind of get like, oh, the flow of the room, you know, and, and yeah. understanding how colors work together. So that's been really helpful, but I always ask for help. Yeah, that color handbook talks a little bit about kind of color theory and yeah. the color wheel and how things go together and, you know, depending on where they fall on the color wheel, if they're complementary or not. So yeah. it is a really good resource. And obviously, the people in our stores, Repcola and Port City Paints, they're great resources. You know, there's always someone to help walk you through color and maybe help you see something that you didn't see before. Now, you said you had khaki, went to this Manchester tan, Mm -hmm. you had red before, Mm -hmm. do you still accent with different colors, or have you removed those those rich, bold accents from your home? 
So Kicked I'm him to the curb. Well, you know, I still have a little pop every now and then, you know. Mm-hmm. But I am for the most part. I wanted my home to be very neutral and very zen. Mm-hmm. Um, my aesthetic is more contemporary. We live in a mid-century raised ranch post-war home in the city of Chicago. And across from us is a beautiful park. So I get to look at the change and mm. all of that. So I really wanted to have a peaceful space. Mm-hmm. Um, so the furniture, got rid of that red couch. I had a red era. And I that's, think everybody did yeah, a while yeah. back. Yeah. It was... Red or burgundy. Everyone yeah. has gone through those phases at some point. Yeah. The forest green. I remember that was yeah. really good. A navy blue. Yeah. But navy blue is popular again. I like yeah. navy. I've, I think navy is a good old standard. So you removed a lot of that, and, you, and now you still bring in the color with smaller amounts. Yes. It's, it's like a pillow or sure. some other type of a, maybe a throw blanket or something else in there. But you know, yeah, for the most part, it's pretty neutral. But there'll be a pot or flowers because I also find you know or artwork. So mm-hmm. now I see I'm remembering my house now. Uh-huh. So we have a lot of really cool artwork on the wall. So it works because then that becomes the focal point. Well, and that's yeah. the thing. If you dress everything up, if you've got too much color or the mm-hmm. wrong use of color or if it's covering yeah. large areas, it detracts, or not mm-hmm. detracts, but it pulls your attention away from some of these other elements. Right. And that's where what you're getting at, I think, from the very beginning is. Yes. It's more than just finding colors on a strip that you mm-hmm. like how they look together. Right. You've got to take into consideration everything in yes. the room. Yes. Yeah. And not just the pieces in the room or the artwork or all of those things, but even the aesthetic. What are you trying to create? Mm-hmm. Right. It's not just find three right. colors that work together and you've, you've solved all of that. Exactly. And the other thing I learned, too, was about the importance of lighting. Mm-hmm. So lighting is another thing that can completely change. So, for instance, a color like, you know, the family favorite, Revere Pewter, yes. <laughs> seems to be what everybody loves. <laughs> yep. In my house, looks green. In mm-hmm. most homes, yeah. it, it has that grayish appeal. So it just, it in my house, it just would not have worked. So that's why I wanted that, you know, neutral, right. almost, you know, mm-hmm. just a... A plain look of Manchester tan. Yeah, and and I made fun of you because it's it's the way I am. Yeah, right. right. You were cool with that. Yeah, totally. <laughs> but I like the idea that it, you know there was more behind it than just oh I want something neutral because yeah. it's safe. Right. No. You didn't choose it for safety. You chose no. it to highlight your art and to let that actually yes. make the statement. And you wanted to create that atmosphere. Exactly. And you wouldn't have gotten there, you don't think, without seeking professional help. Literally. <laughs> wow. On so many different levels. I don't no. I don't change my own oil. I don't yes. So exactly. You should be listening to our show all the time. Uh, yeah. We will help you with many different things. Mm-hmm. I yeah. do listen. You know, I get the the email. Oh, you do? I do. Well, thank you. Yeah. I, well, is it any good? It's always <laughs> All right. good. Okay. I thank always... You, you are I, like fishing for compliments. Well, I said thank you prematurely. <laughs> Have you ever done that? Have you ever done that where somebody <laughs> says something, you and you suppose this is going to be a compliment, so you say, well, thank you. And then you realize very quickly, oh, this is not going to be a compliment at all. You <laughs> do that is... to me all the time. You think you know what I'm talking about, and halfway through the sentence, you realize you are very wrong. Well, I just figure I want to hear myself talk rather than you. So yeah, imagine that. Everyone you, wants more, Dan. We yeah. know. Do you feel much more comfortable now? You've got the tools at your disposal. Does that yes. make you feel better about the project? Completely. So here's what I love. I love that when I go to my local paint store, that I know they're going to recommend the right brush to use with the product. They're going to give me some insights on, you know, so tell me what 
you're trying to establish. So right now I'm working on my kitchen. So I know what my overall aesthetic is. And my aesthetic is a very neutral zen with pop of color. So Mm -hmm. I know, so I feel like by using the resources at the stores, because the stores have been doing it for, how many years has Repco Light been in business? Over 70. Yeah, Yeah. so for 70 years. So you guys have been there, seen it, done it, everything, and can help me avoid having a problem. The retailer that I have closest to my home, I've been doing business with him for years, like even before I got into this wonderful world of field marking. Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. that's going to last for a while, my mistake. uh Well, and we get to know people. Right. You know, we, we recognize people, we remember projects, and we always love to hear the, the, the end result. That is and true. How if you go out. to the same store, I do have a customer who is right around the corner from our store, mm-hmm. and she constantly comes back, okay, now I'm ready to paint this room in my house. Now I'm ready to paint this room. Yeah. And I already know because I've helped her with all yes. the other ones. I know what's going on. I know what she has, unless she's purchased something new. But it, it's there in our minds. And so then we can even better help you. Yeah. yeah. The big thing to take away from all of this is just. A designer yes. is, is is a great mm-hmm. resource. You know, seek yep. those people out. We've got designers in all of our stores yeah. who will help you with color. Mm-hmm. You know, there's no charge for that. Just mm-hmm. come down with pictures. Come down. If you've got a lot of stuff and you've got a lot of questions, mm-hmm. give the store a call. Maybe yeah. you can schedule a time or find a time where mm-hmm. you'll have a little more option to discuss these things, but we'll work you through that. We've got all the tools on hand Mm -hmm. to help you find these colors. We've been doing it for over 70 years. We can help you get where you want to go. And that makes all the difference in the project. Yeah, for sure. Because how often, you said you were repainting that one room. Oh my gosh, every, at least once a year. Now, since you've started this, you've you've got your Manchester tan. How often have you repainted that room? Well, so it's the Manchester tan's not in that room yet. So that's in the the two. So we are, I I am actually in the process of painting, getting all the bedrooms and the kitchen painted. So I'm, I am. I had the designer come in. We're working on, you know, what what's next. So the kitchen's the next biggest project, and then I'll work on the bedrooms again. But yeah, I'm, I'm pretty done with it. So I think <laughs> I will just go neutral and put mm-hmm. Manchester tan in all yeah. the bedrooms. Yeah. And I know I like it, so call it a day. Perfect. That, yeah. All right. Now, one last thing. I would just like to point out that you work for Benjamin Moore, and you struggle through this. Uh-huh. People have this misconception in their heads that choosing colors should be so easy. Why can't I do this? And they feel dumb asking questions right, about it sometimes. Right. But you ask questions, mm-hmm. you seek out help, mm-hmm. and you work for the color people. I know. So that should be a lesson to everyone out there. Don't feel stupid asking questions. Color is not as easy as you may think. Sometimes we do struggle with it, and that's okay. Yeah. And the statistic, you know, that 80% of all people do struggle with color is mm-hmm. something that's it's real. So that right. struggle is real. <laughs> and I remember thinking to myself as I would look at a wall of color, you know, in a store and seeing all the chips and feeling overwhelmed and saying to myself, gosh, Caroline, you're not buying a car. Why are you making this such a big deal? And the reason that it was such a big deal is either I was doing it myself and my time is important. So to do it once and then to have to redo it. Mm-hmm. And then as I got older and decided to hire somebody to do it for me, um, because <laughs> right. I knew that they'd be better at it, mm-hmm. you know, again, I don't change my own oil. So I'm going to hire a contractor or somebody who does a good job at it. Right. You know, and and to realize that's an investment also. So mm-hmm. it really is an investment. It's something, you know, 
thank God Benjamin Moore paint lasts as long as it does because mm-hmm. you don't change the color until you need to change the color. So it, right. it kind of, I knew it was going to be an eight to 10 year commitment. So that khaki, which ended up being a 15 year commitment, which was a phase, I don't ever want to be stuck in that again. So mm-hmm. I think that that's just, you know, knowing that I can go and ask an expert what to do that will, you know, make my life easier mm-hmm. in the long run just is well make it easier in the long run make the time you spend in your home and in your space yep more enjoyable yeah make it feel the way you want it to feel because like you said it's an eight to ten year investment that's why you agonize over that a lot of people go through a couple cars or more right in Mm -hmm. that time frame so you 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 made that statement it's not a car right no it's actually going to be with you possibly longer (laughs) Longer than than a car car. yeah so let's get it right longer than a vehicle Yeah. yeah right excellent caroline duan Field marketing manager <laughs> and field marking expert. Uh-huh. Thanks for being with us. Thank you. And that's it. Another episode in the books. Yes, sir. And I know that's really depressing for a lot of people. Hmm. Probably a relief for others. But if you're one of the sad people, you can find this episode online at repcolite.com. You can listen right. to past episodes mm-hmm. right there. Or you can get the podcast by going to iTunes and subscribing mm-hmm. or iHeartRadio. And you want to do that because there's a whole lot of extra stuff in the podcast. Right. And also be sure you're checking out, especially if you're a contractor, be sure you're checking out our homepage because we have a really cool deal for contractors, t-shirts with your logo, our logo, and they're only $4 a piece. So that's really cool. And if you're a homeowner looking for one of these contractors, there's a form you can fill out there so we can help you find one. Right. Whatever you do today, make sure paint's a part of it. I'm Dan Hansen. And I'm Betsy Thompson. Remember, if you're about to lose your DIY sanity, we can help you fix that crazy. And we'll help you fix everything. That's what this whole episode was about. Yeah. Fixing everything from organization uh-huh. to cleaning uh-huh. to choosing colors uh-huh. to picking the right window to even organizing your laundry so your kids don't run around in the wrong person's <laughs> underwear, right. which is not cool. Yeah, I would say so. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening.